This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm revved up. I'm enthusiastic. I'm in a good mood. Um, I think this will be a pleasant experience for the both of us. Wow. that that What a positive attitude to come into the podcast with. Uh, Tim, you, I, Tom. I do want to give you an update. Uh, I made your sandwich this week, uh, the Timbo. The Timbo. Yes. Uh, now, it wasn't 100% authentic. Is, is the Timbo uh, the kind of thing where, like... Uh, you know, they would do it differently in another city. And if, uh, like, somebody from New York City had, they'd be like, this isn't a Timbo. Puh. I mean, that remains to be seen. I imagine people <laughs> right. will try to put their own stupid hometown flair on it. Uh, well, like, this, no. this wasn't hometown flair. This is more just uh, I didn't have potato bread. So I used, um, uh, uh, like, whole bread. Very seedy bread that I have. Not right. seedy like I got it from somewhere weird. I got it from the supermarket, just like you would get other bread. But a weird supermarket. No, not a little bit of a weird supermarket, but it's just, you know, it's like a very health, as healthy a bread as I think you could probably get. A lot of grains and, and seeds. Mm-hmm. Bird seed, poppy seed. You got a little, what is poppy seed or bird seed? I know what poppy seed is. <laughs> is bird seed know. just think... sesame seeds? Is it seeds that we ourselves eat on, uh, you know, bagels and whatnot? I feel like seeds, uh, bird seeds are like, bird seed I think is covered in something. Something birds like, like sugar. No, I mean, people like like that too, Yeah, Yeah. I feel like bird seed just always smells, smells a little off. I might be thinking of bird (laughs) shit, which is normally nearby. (laughs) Birds also kind of smell weird. They've got kind of like a sweet smell to them that I don't like. Hmm. Again, I might be thinking of bird shit. I don't. I don't like that kind of talk, Tom. Sorry, uh, and I'm trying to look at, and see. I mean, I'm sure people could eat bird seed. I'm not sure if we. Well, to. I don't know if there maybe it's something that's poisonous to humans. I don't. I don't think so. But anyway, I made your sandwich using uh, seedy bread instead of uh, potato bread. And now, look, I know what potato bread is. It's potato bread's delicious. Um, but I got to tell you, Tim, uh, it was very good. And I knew it would be good because I like all those ingredients. But this did a good job of, uh, you know, the, the, the sum being better than the parts, adding up to more than the parts. Yes, um, Tom. That that I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. Because um, because I was pretty harsh about it last week. You were, and I, I was feeling bad. And I saw your picture on Instagram, and I had a whole, um, I had a whole response figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say I appreciate the uh, the kind words, but uh, I must say, you've embarrassed yourself, and you've embarrassed the sandwich um with 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 the with this version and uh well i appreciate that you you said nice things about it this is this is complete trash and i can't believe you 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 would call this a timbo wow that's um not very nice tim i was really uh exposing myself there being vulnerable and uh and even just trying to be nice and this is the thanks i get yeah, no, again, I appreciate that you're being nice, and I appreciate your openness. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to say you did a, a, a horrible job. You should be ashamed, and uh, I'm embarrassed for you. I'm, uh, I'm sad. I'm, I'm, I'm crestfallen. I'm disappointed. I will admit that the picture I posted on Instagram was not that appetizing looking of a picture. You barely used any of the. See, here's here's what I and I don't want to get into a whole other thing about the Timbo once again, which is a sandwich. <laughs> it is uh, on potato bread. Um, it's it's now butter on the outside that you that you fry it up on. Uh-huh. Um, it's supposed to have spicy uh, mustard on it. I see that you left that out. I forgot um, about that part. It's gonna yeah. have American cheese, pickled jalapenos, caramelized onions, 
and then uh, a mix of you know uh, some cheddar and Monterey Jack and uh, mm-hmm. typical Mexican cheese blend. Um, it's a great sandwich. You left out some ingredients. Uh, y- you said it was essentially a grilled cheese sandwich last week, yeah, um, which was hurtful. But now I understand. <laughs> Your version essentially is a grilled cheese sandwich. You were so stingy with the jalapenos and with the with, with the caramelized onions, and these don't even look like caramelized onions. They look like uh, lightly kind of uh, browned onions. Um, you left off the mustard, so I, I I can see how you think this is just a grilled cheese sandwich. If you're going to make it like this, I wasn't stingy with the jalapenos. I didn't want it to be too spicy. Well. Maybe this isn't a this isn't a, a sandwich for cowards. <laughs> um, I did genuinely forget about the mustard and uh, the cheese. I didn't have that cheese, so I just used American cheese. I did actually buy the American cheese for this sandwich, but well, I'm glad that you thought the flavors all complemented each other and mm-hmm. that the sum was uh, yeah, it was one of the the, the one of the better grilled cheese sandwiches I've had. It was, I mean, you made a grilled cheese sandwich, and uh, in doing so, made it made a mockery of what is not a grilled cheese sandwich. Or maybe I just exposed the truth, Tim. I also had a. Uh... Uh, I had a dream you were in the other day. It, I had the dream. Uh, another one of these. <laughs> I had the Tom, d- I've asked you, please, not on the show. Like, just don't tell your wife about this one. Um, I had a dream that, uh, w- so I had the dream the night before I made the Timbo, or maybe it was the night that I had the Timbo. Maybe it was the Timbo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Now, that would be the perk of having a namesake sandwich if you could haunt the dreams of those that ate it. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about it. It was the night I had the Timbo. <laughs> wow. What a day for you. Yeah. Tim, you, you, uh, I, I spent more of my day thinking about you than, uh, than I normally do. Hey, you were living rent-free in my head. Do you like that phrase? You know, they always used to say that, like, um, I think I say this all the time, but like, uh, back when the president's sons were, uh-huh. uh, uh, ne'er-do-wells and they were just like, our dad is living rent-free in your head. Uh, you guys are, it's like, yeah, he's the president. He's making policy. He's on the news every day. Yeah, of course he's living in my head because everybody's, because <laughs> he's a powerful person that people talk about. It's not like... Oh yeah, no. I'm. It's not like pissed. some some guy that cut you off in traffic and gave you the finger. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, three days later, get over it, man. It's uh, anyway. Uh, Tim, this stream I had it was very strange. I wrote it down uh, so I would remember it all. Um, uh, we were in a uh, you know the cars uh, Bugattis. I know, I know of Bugattis. I don't know. I can't like picture a Bugatti. It's just a very expensive luxury car. Um, yeah. Me and you were in a Bugatti showroom that was on wheels. The the whole showroom was on wheels. Yeah. Uh, but it was you know like that dream thing where the showroom where like uh, something's bigger than it could possibly be. So like in my mind, or, or, on the outside, it was like a uh, tractor trailer. But on the inside, it was huge. It was like uh, the TARDIS, like from Doctor Who. It was bigger or the on the inside. Leaves. Or, or House of Leaves. Um, you were hiding in the laundry chute, so nobody would know you were in there. As I am wont to do at the Bugatti dealership. <laughs> Get out of here. Stop looking at all these expensive cars. I'm just like, eh, um, I, Yeah, I mean, I don't know why there was a laundry chute. But... Um, uh, the, uh, the people get so excited looking at these cars, they get all sweaty. And so they have to provide <laughs> them with towels to wipe the, the, to mop the sweat off their faces. The, the owner of Bugatti in my dream was played by John C. Riley. <laughs> um, that's very cool. Does that often happen to you in dreams where, where a celebrity plays uh, a role? Yeah, the supporting cast is played by known actors. <laughs> no, but I was thrilled to see it in this instance. Um, nice. A tour de force performance. He uh, he like wouldn't listen to us. We were trying to tell him something. 
and we were getting so frustrated that you shot him in the head <laughs> and he didn't die, but he still wouldn't listen. So then I shot him. Then he died. We both had guns. We both had guns, like normal. Yeah. So that was like real life. Um, yeah. And then the 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 showroom on wheels delivered the Bugatti to this guy, to this guy's house, and his wife was like, uh, he had like you know a, a a sitcom nagging wife who came out of the house and was like, I can't believe you bought a Bugatti, and she was so mad at him. And he's like, Oh, shut up. To be up. fair. This is how women are always portrayed in your dreams, right? <laughs> no, sometimes just a nagging shrew. That's what your subconscious. Uh, that, hey, that, that's that's my dream, girl. <laughs> a nagging shrew, um, and we like snuck out of the back, and he, and we were like, "Oh, this is great." Because inside the car where he thinks is the Bugatti is actually the John C. Riley's dead body. But we'll be like a block away by the time he opens up that box and finds out. So we'll be completely safe. Um, and uh, f- for some reason, that was like a good plan. And then the guy who, or the Bugatti. I mean, it's a better plan than sticking around. That's true. The guy who ordered the Bugatti, though, and opened it up to get a dead body, he was so mad that he got a gun and he was hunting us through the streets. He must have been close personal friends with John C. Riley, who sold him the car. He might have just been a fan, honestly. I mean, if I ordered pretty much anything. And a box showed up, and I opened up that box, and John C. Riley's dead body was inside. Uh, and I saw, you know, two knuckleheads running down the block, giggling, think, looking like they got away with something. Uh, yeah, I go hunt them down, make them. What pay. if it was Dennis Quaid? Uh, Dennis Quaid, yeah. I, I, for Dennis Quaid, I probably call the cops. You know. Yeah, I think I'd call the cops. I don't think I'd put myself. I I don't think I'd feel the need to personally avenge right his death. Or, or potentially risk your own safety. Uh, exactly hunting down hunting down his killers. But for John C. Riley, I, agree with I you. would John C. Riley. Yeah, absolutely. Because if if they got away, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Right. So I that gotta was... say, Tom, mm-hmm. I'm heartened um, that we're on the same side in this dream, at least for now. Um, that that's that's <laughs> unexpected. I I would have assumed that like we'd certainly be adversaries in 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 any dream of yours. Yeah, no, we were we were in cahoots. I have so many dreams where I've accidentally killed somebody. I mean, in in this case, it was you know I I I shot a guy in the head. I really shouldn't have been so surprised. <laughs> Uh, were you doing it to support me like uh you know i, I was angry so, at him, I, was and like, I did this and i didn't i couldn't get the job done and you're just like don't worry bud I'll, I'll finish the job well it was like you did it and then he just got like even madder and i was like mm-hmm. no that's he was trying to you know get you to listen and then uh right. I, you know, I shot him i guess in the wrong part of the head and it uh it uh killed him hmm I don't know why we didn't put him down the laundry chute that you were hiding in. Now that I think about it, yeah. I mean, I'll, I don't know couple why we dopes, shot him in the first of dream place. Dopes. Uh, I don't know. We why were we mad shot him at him in the right? first place. Yeah. yeah, we were mad. I don't even really know why he wouldn't listen to us. But I don't know what he was, what we were trying to tell him. <laughs> we wanted a Bugatti, presumably. I don't think he even had. I think we wound up there through some kind of miscommunication, some kind of. Uh, you know, we were hiding in a box and it got loaded into the wrong truck. One of those well, types of things. <laughs> Something that normally happens to us in real life, but uh, in a dream it went horribly wrong. Did we get away? We got away. I mean, well, John C. Riley was hunting us. Not John C. Riley, the, the guy with the nagging wife. He was hunting us uh, right. through the streets uh, when I woke up, which was how I was able to you know remember this dream because I woke up during it. Well, um, I guess uh, I'm glad that this was probably inspired by you eating a bootleg version of the Timbo sandwich, <laughs> um, and I'm glad it that enabled you to fulfill your dream of murdering John C. Riley. 
Tim, this week we're talking about a little thing called blizzards. Because guess what? I'm waiting. You you got to guess what? Um, because uh, it's the winter time, and uh, we we just had maybe what was technically a blizzard this week. I don't know if it was technically a blizzard. Uh, I believe it was. Uh, the the definition of a blizzard is a snowstorm that has sustained winds of at least thirty five miles per hour, and visibility is reduced to less than a quarter mile for an extended period, usually three or more hours. So you could have a a blizzard with you know very little snow accumulation. Yes, it doesn't have to do with ah uh, you know growing up like mm-hmm. an idiot. Yeah, like the stupid idiot that I was as a child. Mm-hmm. I always thought like oh blizzard you know that's just when it there's a lot of snow. No, you idiot. Right. It's got to do with wind invisibility. Boring things that you can't really quantify. <laughs> I mean, you can quantify those things. Not a, a little boy couldn't quantify it. A little boy is not going to go out there and tell you how how many miles per hour the wind is blowing. Oh, uh, he could if he had the right equipment. Yeah, a little boy can't you know go outside and tell you how how deep the snow is without the right equipment. Well, no, he could be like, "Ah, oh, it's up to my waist." So. Yeah, but that's... I know that I'm that's about not four really feet tall. Okay, so this is two feet. Uh, two feet. Well, why can you say, oh, it's it's windy enough that, you know, my bicycle fell over? Because what the hell does that mean? You can't, you can't, you can't get to <laughs> What the hell does it mean you can't that's get up to, to his waist? I don't know how tall this boy is. Yeah, the boy knows how uh, roughly how tall he is. No, no he knows boy if it's halfway knows up him. Halfway? You're making a lot of assumptions. What? That that uh, you think this boy's got gams, legs for days? <laughs> Maybe he might. He might be like a an ostrich. He might be going through a growth spurt. Okay. Well, don't tell me that. Just because when you were a kid, you didn't know how tall you were. Man, I can't believe I'm arguing that uh, some people uh, are more aware of of their height than you. The guy famously. Uh, only cares about height. I don't only care about height. It's just uh, one of my hobbies. Uh, have you have you watched this show, uh, Ted Lasso? Yeah, I have watched that show, Ted Lasso. That that show's got a tall lady in it, huh? The main lady. The, the main lady. The yeah, the owner of the team. See, yeah. Now that you mention it, I think she might be tall, but yeah. especially in movies and TV shows. I don't know who's tall and who's not. They got Apple boxes. They got uh, forced perspective. You know, yeah. Tom Cruise is uh, is uh, the size of a small boy, from what I understand. Right, and and for a, a long time, you thought uh, Ian McKellen was way bigger than Elijah Wood because of uh, the the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes, you were like this Ian McKellen guy is like ten feet tall. How'd they find a guy that tall? The uh, the freak show. <laughs> Is that yeah. where Ian McKellen was discovered at the, the freak show? I think show? so. Yeah, he was the on stage circus. at the freak show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, you know what? Now that now that you mention it, I'm not sure that what we had was a blizzard. Uh, it might have just been a very bad snowstorm because of the wind. Cancel thing. the episode. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty windy too. I don't yeah. know if there were sustained winds, but. But anyway, we yeah, got. And uh, how would you quantify what the wind was? How could, could you I, tell? I would just look it up. Call up mm. my local weather station and say, well, "How how fast is the wind going, fellas?" Tom, there's still time to pivot this episode into a discussion of Dairy Queen Blizzard dessert well, treats. Well, I have that in my notes too, Tim. We're going to cover that. Okay. But we Sorry, got about. I Forgot you're the boss, and you talk about whatever you want to talk about. You before we started recording, you said to me, "You're driving the ship. I got nothing to talk about." I didn't say I have nothing to talk about. I had this uh, <laughs> Dairy, this Dairy Queen. Queen Blizzard locked and loaded. Well, we had about two feet of snow here. I would say, which is a which is a pretty good amount. This hopefully will be like the biggest snowfall of the winter here. Did you have to look that up, Tom? 
No, I can just eyeball it. The, yeah, but I, you can't I, eyeball the wind, is what I'm saying. You could you could eyeball the snowfall. Well, but you the can't... only reason I was able to eyeball it is because I know the boy across the street is four feet tall, and the snow came up to about his waist. You know an awful. You've been talking about this boy across the street a lot, Tom. <laughs> no, there's like there are no real kids in my neighborhood. It's great. Nobody yelling. Um, there's a lot of kids screaming. in my building. Oh, really? That stinks. Yeah, that's fine. They're, they're there's, funny. I think there's maybe like one kid in my building because sometimes when I'm walking the dog, like his mom's taking him to school, like very little kid, like probably going to preschool. And uh, the only reason why I even noticed that is because like, uh, I guess the mom's trying to set a good example for her kid. And so she's always like, oh, hello, sir. Good morning <laughs> to me, not to her son. I'm right. Like, uh, uh, I didn't uh, I didn't touch it. Are you a, a curmudgeon when it comes to, to, are you like, ugh, kids, they're annoying, like if they're not like related to you? Um, No, not really. Like if really. someone walks in a place with, if you're in a restaurant uh-huh. and someone comes in with a kid, are you like, oh God, here we go. The night's ruined. My meal is ruined. <laughs> uh, No, I, I'm not. I don't know why I should be. But like for whatever yeah, reason, yeah, you seem like the type. Yeah, for whatever reason, that just doesn't really. Uh, I don't know. I give I give kids a lot of leeway, I guess, of just like, eh. I remember when I was an annoying little shit. It's fine. Yeah, unless it's like it's funny. I unless it's one of those situations where like the kids like absolutely buck wild and like the parents are just completely ignoring the kid. Then that can be annoying. Yeah, I like when a kid is being a rapscallion, but um, it's like to um, their parents, right? Yeah. But when it, when they're when they're running around annoying other people, it's like, well, it's time for the parents to stay. But I love seeing harried parents with a, <laughs> a misbehaving child, and it's like ruining their time. It's just like, yeah, this little stinker. She's <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. There were there was something. Uh, someone. Oh, I think it was. Mm, no, I I forget when it was. Probably a while ago now. But I remember being somewhere where like uh, it was like a you know pretty little kid who like eh, probably should have known better, but not that far off from not knowing better. Like kept like trying to take like my food or something, <laughs> and like by the third time it was like, all right, parents, come on. Like, you know, I can only be like, oh, no, I'm sorry, sweetie. That's that's mine. Uh, you can't you have it. You called the kid sweetie that you didn't what? know? Look, whatever. I don't know if I called him sweetie. Sugar plum. Oh, sorry, dollface. Did you slap the kid? My- like uh, NBC's <laughs> like- The Slap? No, ex- but that that's I, obviously I would never do that. But, like, I have been in situations where... Uh, I've wanted a kid to leave me alone <laughs> and the parents have just been MIA, uh, yeah. because I would, yeah. Cause I would never feel comfortable even just telling a kid like, go away from me. I was on a work call, mm-hmm. a zoom call yeah, um, with a coworker who has kids mm-hmm. and my coworker had to like, um, go take care of something and, uh, their kids were in the room. They were like, uh, oh, I got hold on two seconds. Um, kids, talk to Tim. And there's like a, like a six-year-old and like an eight-year-old. And I was uh-huh. just like, I wish this didn't happen. And I was just like, hey, guys, <laughs> I have nothing to talk about. What am I yeah. supposed to say to a kid? How's being eight? Cool? Yeah. What, do you guys, what do you guys like? What are you into? What are you, what are you guys yeah. up to today? Do you like the Paw Patrol? And I'm sure they do, but they don't want to talk about it with some guy who obviously doesn't know anything about the Paw Patrol. Yeah, he's like, look, man, I don't, I don't have all day to explain the, the Paw Patrol to, to some noob. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, the conversation didn't go well. It was mostly me just being like, yep. So, <laughs> luckily it was only like a couple minutes. That happens to me on uh, like FaceTime calls with my niece because she's you know uh, like two, so 
I don't know. She like can't really even answer that many questions. And I'm always like, ah, are you, you hanging out with uh, mom and dad today? And she's like, I don't know what hanging out means. <laughs> I don't know. Like, ah, what, what do you got and there? And also, it's literally all I ever do. <laughs> yeah, hang out with mom and dad all the time. Um, but did you have something you wanted to say about uh, Dairy Queen blizzards, Tim? Did you have uh, um, an hour's no, worth just of material? That they, have, they have this... No, they have the same name as uh, a big winter storm, the blizzard. Yeah, it's a pretty good name for like an uh, a frozen treat. I'll give it that. Yeah, but why? Is it windy? No, I guess it's not windy. <laughs> but they don't have to prove how deep it is either. Yeah, that's true. But they do. Uh, they There's a standard size. Yeah. Have you ever had uh, a blizzard from DQ? I don't think I've ever been to DQ myself. I think I've only had a blizzard there once. Um, I And it was good. Don't get me wrong. But I'm always surprised at how into Dairy Queen some people are. Because it's, yeah. I don't know, it's pretty run-of-the-mill ice cream. And, like, ice cream's great. Don't get me wrong. But I've been places where I've seen like, you know, uh, like an hour long drive through line to get Dairy Queen. And that right. I just I I kind of don't understand. Blizzard is re- I, I just realized in in looking this up that uh, McFlurry is basically just McDonald's ripoff of the blizzard. Yeah, and it's 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 a pretty from what I understand, a pale um imitation um the blizzard the whole shtick is it's thick baby yeah it's the thick shtick they they and hold they, it upside they go down so far to show as to you put, yeah they go so far as to put the logo on the cup upside down um encouraging you to turn it upside down and it won't fall out of the thing i guess yeah down how is that a selling point you. that that also makes it feel like I don't know. I my problem with ice cream is that it's <laughs> never. It's like usually too hard. Like if you buy a Ben and Jerry's thing, yeah, uh, the carton, you want to leave it out for you know a half hour. So uh, well, so it's not. Want to leave it out for a half hour? Tim, birds will get a half that. hour is optimal. I thought you were gonna say your problem with ice cream is that it's too cold. <laughs> that too. I mean, sometimes it is too cold. Yeah, because you have sensitive teeth, so you don't like things that are too cold. I have sensitive teeth, and also, like, there's no, there's nothing saying that ice cream has to be, or should be the coldest thing. It should, it, ice cream should be cold. I mean, it has the word ice in it. It's one of the two words that make up, make up the name. Yeah, but it's not ice. I mean, it's frozen, which ice it's is frozen. frozen. But th- there can be degrees uh, to which things are frozen. Yeah, but once... See, Tom, a... see how much we're talking about blizzards? Uh, I think we can do this for an hour. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Sakara. This year, turn your resolutions into reality. Whether you're looking to try plant-based eating, build an empowered body... Boost skin's glow, or simply feel your very best. Sakara makes it easy to create the rituals that last. Sakara is a wellness company rooted in the transformative power of plant-based food. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful, plant-rich ingredients, and they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Their menu of creative, chef-created breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the United States. Along with delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials for optimal nutrition. Sakara's supplement packs, called The Foundation, and their Metabolism Super Powder deliver support for gut health, energy, immunity, and healthy skin. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com/guide and enter code guide at checkout. 
That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It doesn't get more convenient than that. You can start communicating in just under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Uh, you can send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and, th- and thorough and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. We want all of our listeners to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com guide. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash guide. Tim, I was looking into, this is not fun facts, uh, some of the craziest blizzards that have happened. Uh, the craziest, the deadliest blizzard ever was the 1972 uh, Iran blizzard. Now, did you know Iran had blizzards? No, I don't I don't know anything about the the climate though. Yeah. In 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 other places. Well, it normally they normally don't have severe blizzards there. Uh but through like some freak fluke, they got 26 feet of snow. Holy crap. But Tom, mm-hmm. that does not make it a blizzard. <laughs> no. But it was a blizzard, and then on top of that, it was 26 feet of snow. 4,000 people died. My God. Uh, it was a week long, uh, and it was, uh, yeah, bad news. Just a lot, lot, lot of snow very suddenly. Uh, over 200 towns were just covered, just completely covered in snow. That sucks. Yeah. I'm afraid of getting snowed in. Are you? Yeah, not so much in uh, in the city, um, right? But in in a house, I'm always afraid that all the windows and doors are going to be. Um, I mean, not n- not like every day of my life, not, not like <laughs> right, in not the in the summer. summer. Like, oh, I'm afraid that. Yeah, but if a storm's coming, remember there was a time, Tom, mm-hmm. when uh, you and I and a bunch of friends a couple of years ago. Uh, rented a, a house, uh, an Airbnb. Oh yeah, yeah. In, like the woods in the in the winter, mm-hmm. and then that huge storm came through. Like I was afraid. Yeah. Like I'm always just afraid that like, is this is this a lame thing? You know why I don't like uh, blizzards and snowstorms because I'm just like, well, what if somebody has to get to the hospital? Oh and yeah, all the roads are, uh, are 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 not plowed. Yeah, that that worries me too. Of like, what if like while we're making dinner, somebody like accidentally cuts themselves and they like urgently need stitches? How the hell do we get out of here? Yeah, and do you remember that we had canned goods and no can opener? So <laughs> Paul McKenna was just like jabbing at cans with a big knife. It's like this is this is he's yeah, totally is gonna slice happens. his hand open. Yeah, and we were there for like four days. We we weren't like uh, like oh time to dig into the canned goods. Like we had plenty of other stuff we could eat. Yeah. Whenever whenever I mean, we... it was before the the invention of the Timbo, so I'm not sure right. exactly <laughs> what we were grilling up there. Um. Yeah, I do. Before this blizzard, I was kind of weighing the. Like, oh, should I go to the supermarket and get food? What happens if I'm snowed in? Because, you know, I live, you know, feet away from a supermarket. But what I didn't anticipate and did happen that night was, um, you know, people couldn't get to work. So the supermarket closed uh, much earlier than it normally does. Uh, Mm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I can't. I also felt like 
I think because of the pandemic, people didn't really do that crazy of a run on the supermarket like mm-hmm. they normally do. I think because people have, you know, just like stocking up fatigue, maybe. <laughs> I think it's also because like so many people are just at home all day, every day. It's like now they needed like, yeah, I don't know. I'm much more, more food on hand. for m- multiple meals than um, in normal times. because Right. Yeah. Most people, I think I like maybe not most people but a a very sizable chunk of people that live in new york city do not make their own lunches for sure uh or probably even breakfast you know people buy it out tom do you go through plates and silverware like a like a madman now yeah i have to do the dishes like two or three times a day now it sucks it sucks so bad i'm switching over to styrofoam styrofoam plates for everything nice styrofoam utensils they're not very good at the job but uh but hey they'll last for thousands of years they're squeaky and you rub them <laughs> against each other they are yeah styrofoam is... sucks man they should have never made that stuff yeah it's kind of weird that it uh like exists in the first place like it didn't it's weird that it exists just because it seems like you know, 20 years later, they came up with uh, like, oh, what if we uh, put some folded cardboard between two pieces of cardboard? Oh, that creates insulation, too. Yeah. Styrofoam is it just seems like such a hassle to make. Like when they yeah. invented it, they must have been like, well, we did it. And it's like the thing that you invented is. It seems like a lot of trouble, and it's not that good. And also, it's 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 terrible for for the planet. Yeah, there's a trifecta of just like, why did you do this? I mean, it's very good at like you know, uh, for like coffee, keeping coffee hot while not burning you. But like I said, then they came up with those sleeves, and it's like these sleeves are not space age technology. I can see it's just one piece of cardboard folded up a lot, <laughs> yeah, uh, wrapped up in two other pieces. Nobody could have thought of this before you came up with styrofoam. And Tom, you're making fun of me mm-hmm. for having sensitive teeth and yeah. uh, complaining about cold ice cream. What do you have sensitive hands? You, you your coffee's too hot. You can't hold your coffee. I do have sensitive hands, Tim. I'm an artist, and uh, my hands are my livelihood. So I, yeah, I actually, I do. Like, I can't hold hot coffee. What a what a chunk. I don't like things. I'm, I'll, Tim, if you're sensitive to cold things, I will admit that I am sensitive to hot things. That, uh, like, I will, in the morning, I'll pour myself a, a cup of coffee and then take a shower. And then drink the coffee because I need it to cool down for a good 10 minutes first. What a goddamn chump you are. And if I buy coffee like out somewhere, uh, like most recently when I when I uh, like, you know, had like a long drive, I hate it because if I buy Dunkin Donuts or Starbucks or something on the road or, or McDonald's or Burger King coffee, I have to take the lid off for like a half hour. And you can't drive around like that often unless, like, maybe you're on the highway because uh, it's going to spill all over the place. What a... Hey, uh, Sir Chumpington, right? Why is that? Because you're a chump. Why do I have a title, though? Because you're uh, nobility amongst all chumps. That's uh, that's how chumpy you are. Do you have... Since you're kind of afraid of being snowed in, do you have... Mm are you ever afraid of being snowed in in your car? No, but I should be. I always mean, <laughs> I always mean, mean to, to get one of those, no, one of those kits, one of those emergency kits uh-huh. um, that will have stuff to keep you, like uh, one of those uh, blankets that's made of tinfoil or whatever. Yeah, one of those uh-huh. things. yeah. yeah the and emergency like mylar blanket. Yeah, and like a uh, a hammer to 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 break the the glass of your uh, window thing. I don't know. Well, that's window. if that's if your car goes into uh, like the ocean or a lake or something. 
Yeah, but that could also be useful if uh, if snow comes up such that you can't open your door, but it's not completely above the car. You could break a window and climb out of Why there. Why wouldn't you just lower the window? <laughs> <laughs> you raise a good point. You know what? I hope you're there Jesus if that ever happens Christ, to me before dude, I start yeah. smashing up my car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you don't worry about this that often, Tim. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what else you had started doing. Uh. Um. I yeah. I mean, I I just read a story about some lady uh, being trapped in her car for a few days after this uh, after this particular storm in uh, in New Jersey. It was kind of like a weird story, though. It was the headline was a little misleading. Because why? It, it, How so? Because it was like a this woman was trapped in her car for like five days or something. It said it was like longer than than the blizzard happened. But then when I read the article, the woman uh, unfortunately was homeless and like lived in her car uh, a lot of times. And it sounded like she was just kind of in her car for a while, which also sucks. But it's like, oh, she wasn't trapped in her car. Because you right. hear those stories sometimes where it's like, ah, oh, this person is trapped in their car. They had to like melt snow to drink. And then they had to like eat, you know, ketchup packets to sustain themselves. Yeah. This I don't, wasn't I don't that... ever want to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think this woman was plowed in, though, as well. That I mean, that's the thing about these freaking snowstorms. Yeah. There's nowhere to put the dang snow. So they're like, oh, where it's all clear. And it's like, no, you made things worse in some ways. Sure. <laughs> sometimes the cure, uh, sometimes the symptom is worse than the cure. Is that the thing? Sometimes the cure is worse than the illness. Yeah. I know that's what you always say about wearing masks. That's not true. <laughs> I just think I look cool if everyone's wearing ma- a mask and I'm not. D- yeah, I look like the only free thinker in the bunch. Right, people look it's at like, you uh, and they say, "Oh, sheeple. that guy." Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He he thinks outside the bun. They uh they uh these anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers. Mm-hmm. They blocked the. Uh, oh, Dodger the Stadium! Entrance, the entrance to Dodger Stadium, where they were vaccinating people, yeah. and they had to like shut it down for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, uh, beforehand, they were like, "Don't wear your, uh, you know, like, don't, don't. We're we're just trying to we're trying to change minds here. So like, don't do anything inflammatory. We're trying to change these. She- we're trying to teach these sheeple something. Yeah." I don't like when somebody uh, dumb <laughs> insults me. We're we're trying to uh, 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 make a statement about how people should be able to do whatever they want by stopping these people from doing whatever they want, <laughs> by stopping these people from getting the vaccine that they very much want. That they <laughs> yeah, from doing the the thing that is most important to them. Right. Especially when it's like this early, nobody in line for the vaccine at Dodger Stadium is on the fence about (laughs) whether or not they want the vaccine. They're not being forced. They're like, I desperately, desperately want the vaccine. I mean, we we both know uh, uh, people and older people who have gotten the vaccine now. And like, yeah, it's the biggest sigh of relief ever for these people when they get it. Mm -hmm. And for the people who, who know them and care about them. Their skin turned green, though. Oh, no, really? Yeah, across the board, everybody. Wow. Well, I would take my skin turning green uh, over uh, having a horrific virus. And scaly. And their and uh, their tongue shoots in and out, and it's really long now. Oh, Tim, it sounds like they got the, the lizard uh, 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 remedy. <laughs> Yeah, the the lizard serum. I mean, it it cures COVID, but at what cost? Uh, uh, Sometimes the symptom is worse than the cure, my friend. Yeah, I guess that's where that saying comes from. 
do you do this before like a blizzard or or a big uh storm of any type uh where you charge everything you have just to make sure it's fully charged in case the power goes out i used to Mm -hmm. but now i'm so reliant on the internet for everything yeah that you can't charge your internet connection yeah it's true so but I if make sure my phone is charged. Yeah. But like I used to like, you know, my computer, I guess it was like, oh, I want to play like the MP3s or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I used to do my computer. I want to play Minesweeper to pass yeah. the time. But uh, it sucks um, that, I don't know, I stream everything. I stream music. I stream movies. Like I haven't experienced losing power in the streaming age i'm gonna be so friggin bored when that happens yeah i have like a handful of blu-rays i have i have stepbrothers on blu-ray i think i just watched that over and over yeah it's the extended version so yeah i can watch it a few times um yeah during hurricane sandy i only lost power for like a, a second like it went out and then back on uh, but I did lose internet for a little while, and it's like, oh, I'd much rather have internet than power. <laughs> yeah, same. I bought a Blu-ray player at the beginning of COVID because mm-hmm. I was afraid that the whole grid would go down. <laughs> I, I, you've, uh, you've mentioned this, where you thought like things would get bad enough that the entire electrical grid would go down, and you would be like, well, my biggest problem right now is boredom. <laughs> It's true. It, it like, um, yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on. Um, but the only like we have some some DVDs here. I guess like, mm-hmm. uh, I think we have ten things I hate about you. I'd like to watch that film. Yeah, that's time. pretty good. That is a rewatchable yeah. movie. Yeah, but I'm not gonna do it until I have to. Until the internet grid goes down. It's weird. It's kind of weird this time. Like I kind of like I I don't like the winter. I don't like snow. I don't like blizzards after it. Like right now, I hate the way everything is outside. Where like there's just all this snow piled up everywhere, and you know, especially here, it's filthy already. Like all the snow is black with soot. Yeah, and every corner is just an unpassable moat of slushy bullshit. Yeah, you like can't walk anywhere because yeah, nothing's there. There, unless you got some bean boots. You got bean boots, Tom? I do, but they're slippery. Yeah, try (laughs) try balancing a little bit for once. I (laughs) Tim, it's what I try doing all the time. Um, They are good. Yeah, they are good as far as. uh, stepping in puddles and stuff. Yeah, you don't you don't get your feet wet. Splashing around, yeah. But they're not great on ice. They don't have uh, any real traction to them. But um, uh, I do like when the snow is happening because I like that cozy feeling of being kind of like stuck. Um, but in this particular case, because you know we've mostly been stuck inside for a year. <laughs> just kind of like oh nothing's really that dare it's like oh wow it looks horrible out there can't go anywhere and it's like oh, i haven't gone anywhere in a year so it's fine yeah I there guess. was something novel about it when oh yeah a it was snowstorm and it's like oh we're gonna be snowed in i'd always go and buy materials to buy to to make grilled cheese and tomato mm-hmm. soup and be oh, like, i thought, oh, this I is thought fun. you were gonna say like uh scrapbooks or something scrapbooks yeah i bought materials to make scrapbooks uh, something i don't that, have anything that i can put in a scrapbook something to like pass the pictures. time Nah. um i forget what i was gonna say something about the snow i think just getting you were talking about getting materials for food and stuff yeah, and uh, now now you don't do that. One time I got snowed in. Do you remember that one time we were at a bar? It was mm-hmm. us and a few other people, um, and I think like a snowstorm was like worse than it was expected to be. And uh-huh. We were at a bar on like a Sunday night because, <laughs> in retrospect, we had drinking problems. But um, like it was like, oh, it got really bad out there, and like we, it, it was so bad. I think it was a legit blizzard. Um, 
that we couldn't walk like the three blocks back to our apartment. So we just like stayed at the bar till like three in the morning. Do you remember that? Were you there for that? Yeah, but I think that was more, again, just to have an excuse to stay at a bar. I, th- I think it was legitimately windy. But imagine. Oh, it was. Yeah, I do remember this. Yeah, it was like too windy to, to, to get out of there. Yeah. Real blizzard like um, conditions. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. In your research, have you found, does it snow less frequently in New York City than it did 20 years ago? That was not part of my research, so I don't know. Because I have distinct memories of like 2000 to 2004 when I was in finishing school. <laughs> and uh, we'd go outside. Like I remember like several times every winter being like it's snowing it'd be like 2 a.m but you're in college so who cares and you'd like go out in the middle of the night and just like be out in yeah. the snow i think it snows like once a year now right yeah if it, that it, i think it, last year it didn't snow at all yeah last year i mean it probably snowed a few times but like no it nothing really stuck um yeah i mean and here we are in february and this is like our first real uh uh snow right yeah, what do you think's going on? Who knows? It's anybody's guess. Do you want to solve a problem? Sure. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tom. I'm Tim. What the hell are you doing? And we're here to solve your problems. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at thecompleteguideeverything at gmail.com. This is my job. I do this. I do the intro. Tim, this comes from, did he say we can use his name? He didn't say we can't. Anthony. Okay. Uh, Anthony Fart Monster is the name. (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't like this. I don't know if that's his Christian name, but uh, it's what he's put in the form I don't like this one bit, Tom. Uh, hello, Tim and Tom. I'm starting to think, I'm starting to understand why you're running the show. (laughs) Hello, Tim and Tom. I've been happily married to my wife for over seven years now, and I'm ready to take our relationship to the next level. I would love to share my gift of boisterous morning flatulence with my wife. I hate this. I hate this guy. I hate this guy, Anthony, so much. Each morning, I am awoken by knocks on my rear end exit. My rear exit, sorry, that make it clear there's an airy beast ready to be unleashed. To me, this signals the start of a brand new day. While in the past, my morning ass rooster has received applause from male roommates. That's not, stop, stop applauding this. Stop, stop encouraging this. I fear that my wife will never be a receptive audience. This morning, while dreaming of inflating a balloon, I accidentally let one fly on my wife's upper thigh. I hate this guy. She accepted my apology, but her reaction told me that this should not be a regular thing. I feel that I am keeping my true self bottled up inside, and that can only lead to ill side effects going forward. Tim and Tom, please help me find a way to make morning flatulence a part of my marriage. Thank you, Anthony. What if this guy's real name is Anthony Fart Monster and he forgot to say, don't use my real name? Because <laughs> then that would just make things 10 times worse. Um, I'm, sh- I, I'm dubious about this whole email. First off, I want to say, I think this is brilliant writing. I think it's great writing. I love this email. Yeah, your your fratty instincts, Tom, are are really shining through here. I would I would be. You know what I really hate? What my morning ass rooster. (laughs) But it really paints a picture. Gross picture. Well, sometimes art isn't always pretty, Tim. Sometimes it's just there to make you think. I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts on this. I'm just, I'm going to let you monologue for a while here. Well, my thing I was going to say <laughs> I dry heave is I'm shocked and and this is where where I say I I kind of have a I find this email to be a little bit dubious that this guy's so proud of his farts 
And he's been married for seven years now and has not farted in front of his wife. Who's proud of something like that? Well, that's what I'm saying. And if he was really that proud, then I would think uh, is he would have already. I mean, I guess he's not saying he never. He's mostly just talking about his morning fart. Right. And look, I'll I'll give his wife this. He actually let one fly on her upper thigh. That's not cool. Don't fart on somebody. I mean, what's the uh, what's the what's difference? the difference on or right next to? It's still gross and inappropriate. Yeah, but it's more shocking if it happens on you. And how Tim, do you define on Tim? If we were allowed in the same room right now, and I farted in the room versus I came over and sat on you and farted, you're telling me that would make no difference to you? I mean, if you sat on me and didn't fart, I'd still not like it. What if so, like, I? It's it's the combination of of two things that I don't like. I don't think it makes the the farting worse. I hate this. I hate this whole conversation. So you don't you don't like that this uh, man is intimate with his wife that they get close enough to touch in bed? No, I'm saying that 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 isn't offensive. Oh, I, I, I that's see. why I think that's not that's not but, worse. Oh, than but me, being like but me sitting on your away. lap is is a problem. You're a big guy, Tom. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put all my weight on you, Tim. I would hold up a little bit. Um, I think this guy... Look, there are two solutions here. No, there's one solution. I was going to say you can talk to your wife, but if, if you've gotten this long, um, I don't... See, the, the, this writing <laughs> implies... The, uh, I'm, well, I'm sure Anthony and his wife have been happily married for over seven years. The way that he writes so joyfully about this and the way that she reacted to that, the, he is hiding so much of himself from this woman <laughs> that right. this is not a healthy marriage. <laughs> 100%. She does not know the real man that she's married to. No, and that's she a does. problem. She has and no idea if she's married than, to Mr. Fart Monster. Does. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to say he has two options, uh, talk to his wife or like just hold his fart in a little bit and just go do it in a different, go do it in the bathroom or whatever. I mean, if he, if he, he really has such to... pride in this, he's, he, he's had a solution for seven years. Yeah. He just wants to say like, oh, I want to finally show my wife that I'm a completely different person than she thought. And <laughs> right. it's not about the farting. It's about th- their their relationship being based on uh, his fraudulent um, th- th- behavior over the last seven plus years. Yeah. Um, the way that, that, that he has presented himself has been a lie. Right. And well, and I was going to say his other option is to talk to his wife, but I don't, I don't know how you broach that topic. I don't, and I think his wife would just be like, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. You want to be able to just fart around me? And it's not fart around her. It's not like, look, I've always been terrified to, that I'm accidentally going to fart around you. Uh, and I just want to know that that's okay. He's like, no, I want to like, Make that my thing. <laughs> this this is my thing. Right. <laughs> like people have applauded me for it in the past. I say things like uh, "airy beast ready to be unleashed," right? And "morning ass rooster." Uh, it's this is him. This yeah. is him. So divorce. It's not like, oh, I want I want to be able to 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 do this in front. It's like I. I need to be able to. I don't feel alive unless I'm doing this. So divorce, you think? Is that the only uh, real solution? No, I think he just needs to take an honest look in the mirror. and uh, (laughs) I don't know. Just think of the the person he wants to be. Is this this the person you want to be, Anthony? (laughs) Any fart monster? Yeah, using using the, uh, the language like this. Yeah. 
You should see if his wife's okay if he does like a real big fart within earshot, but not nose shot. But then he he doesn't want to do that. He wants to do that <laughs> and then like high five her yeah. and like have her be like, my hero, <laughs> right? I've fallen in love with you all over again. Exactly. Yeah, he hasn't given uh, a good idea of um, if his smarts, if his farts smell real bad or not either. Yeah, that's real important. Like if he just if his farts don't smell, but they're you know just very loud, that's great. That's funny. More power to you. But if like his farts are loud and they fucking stink, then you look you you can't. You gotta. <laughs> You gotta yeah. find you gotta find a new outlet for for yourself, Anthony. It can't be on your wife's legs. Now, if this guy was like, I have like a condition, right, and it causes like excessive flatulence, and I'm embarrassed about it, and like I no. never told my wife about it, no, and I, it's uncomfortable I... <laughs> for me, and I want to. How do I do this? It's like, all right, that's cool, but it's like this is this is like the coolest thing ever, and I'm. Awesome because of my farting, and how do I get my nagging wife <laughs> to understand how cool my farting is? This, this sounds like Anthony's like, uh, there are certain foods that make me very gassy, so I make sure to eat those foods so that I have huge farts. I don't know. Anthony's a good man. <laughs> Uh, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us to complete guide to everything at gmail.com. You can check out. Did our... you have a solution for him? Uh, divorce. Oh, no, I don't think that's no it. fault. I think I... No fault. Divorce. <laughs> no, it would be Anthony's fault. <laughs> well, I don't think you put that in the in the the paperwork. I don't know. Don't talk to her first. Just file for divorce <laughs> and say, honey, it's for the best. Yeah, forward her this email, and uh, <laughs> if, if she if she's like, oh no, what happened? Is it something I did? I feel terrible about the the decline of our marriage. Just be yeah. like, nah, check out what I wrote to these two goons on the internet. <laughs> uh, you can check out our website ccgte.com. You can support the show by going supporting our sponsors. Check them out, and also Patreon.com/slash Complete Guide for our secondary podcast, books and podcasts. This week. Uh, we are wrapping up Ray Kroc's book, Grinding It Out, by me watching Hamburger, the motion picture, uh, <laughs> which, oh boy, this is easily one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I say that even though it made me laugh out loud a few times. Wow. Brave. Brave statement. Uh, real, real, real bad movie. Uh, patreon.com slash complete guiding get that and all the past episodes of books the podcast uh and uh check out our subreddit tcgte and check out uh the discord our discord complete guide tim uh the discord's been hopping lately Tom. oh I, I gotta go on there more i always uh, some good people on there. I, I, I like the gang there. Okay. Pop in there. They're always having some sort of fun conversations. <laughs> nice. That's all. Um, I got... So for the Blizzard, I did get one food item, um, which I feel thoroughly ripped off about. It was um, uh, Swiss Miss Hot Chocolate with Lucky Charms marshmallows. Ooh. You get very few marshmallows. I feel like you got to buy the those marshmallows separately. Well, I've gotten, I think it's still Swiss Miss. Um, and they have like a marshmallow lovers one. And look, it's the same price as the other ones, even the ones without marshmallows, except it comes with like a shitload of marshmallows, like more marshmallows than is reasonable. And I feel like with Lucky Charms, that... That money's going to licensing fees. Right. It's all going into that, that leprechaun's pockets. Lucky. Lucky the leprechaun. Yeah. You can just buy the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Uh, I don't think you their own. buy the actual ones. It's like the generic version. No, they're Lucky Charms branded. Oh, are they? I'm looking uh, at them right now. I don't Tom. know if I need the, those. It's Lucky Charms marshmallows 
are also good in Lucky Charms, I've never really had the desire to have them on their own, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. Life is about balance. I'm looking here, Tom. I, I, I searched for it. It's available on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that site. Bad website you shouldn't go to. But it's listed here. Uh, Lucky Charms, magically delicious, large and fluffy marshmallows, two-pack, seven-ounce bags with two unscented Purell wipes. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why did that? Why does that come with it? Is that like some weird like loophole that they don't have to like I don't know pay for like food shipping or something? It's in the picture. Also, it's these two big bags of marshmallows and then these two like individual moist towelettes. Is it like up oh, your hands are going to get sticky and are you meant to oh, eat maybe. all these marshmallows in one sitting? Yeah, maybe. Two people, two wipes, two bags. 7 ounces? I, mean, I guess yeah, seven ounces isn't that many marshmallows to eat, right? I mean, those marshmallows are very light, but if you ate like a seven ounce candy bar, that wouldn't be insane, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, seven ounces of light and fluffy marshmallows, though, that's going to be a lot more marshmallows. Yeah, but I'm j- but I'm just saying at the end of the day, in your in your tummy. Ooh, they're made from pork gelatin. Oh, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh. I don't want them anymore. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.